0: <clears throat> okay. All right. Good. <laughs> it came in hard. Welcome to Codenames.
1: There it is, the new theme. Do you like it?
0: I do. Although it it won't really be the new
1: theme because we'll probably go back and add it to the other ones, right?
0: Yeah, definitely. But to us, it's new. I'm wearing my finest Japanese denim uh, jeans and uh, my best uh, tie-dye today.
1: Nice. I'm ready. I'm wearing a Bernie Sanders t-shirt.
0: Yeah. He quit. He's a quitter. He did.
1: It's from the last election, though. It's from 2016, and it says... It's just like his silhouette, and it says, hindsight 2020. Oh, yeah. Kind of like a 2020 election thing. Sure. It's witty as shit. Witty as fuck. Witty as fuck.
0: All right. Are you ready for that morning snack? It's early. It's It's all snack. Do you have any particular ideas? I have an idea. Go ahead, because I also have one too. But you go first. No, yours sounds better. You're already smiling about it. <laughs> you can, you can
1: hear my smiles.
0: Forget it. I know. I'm not doing it.
1: Hear me smiling. I'm
0: not saying mine. Hear
1: me. Hear me be smiley. I'm. Not, hear me. Hear, Here, H E R E. Hear me be smiley. <laughs> can you hear there be
0: dragons? Hear me be
1: smiley. <laughs> hear me be smiley. <laughs>
0: All right. Let's just do yours because it's already too smiley. All right. Uh,
1: I spent a good 30 minutes at least in the car listening to the massive drop that Homestar Runner creators did (laughs) on... (laughs) On Spotify. It's like three albums, eighty songs a piece or something, yeah. little clips for like thirty seconds. I listened to so many of them. All the memories came flooding back. I didn't They're do it.
0: Still so hilarious. Oh man. So I so funny. Yeah, and that dumb oh, you word sent word. me a Vox article and it's like some said some dumb comment about like, oh, is it really as funny as we thought it was like back then?
1: I didn't even read that. I just saw the headline and then went and found it. Yeah. Uh, It it was so funny. Of
0: course it is.
1: Yes. Oh, my word. I forgot about like the grammatical ones. Like, why O-U apostrophe R-E is this? And why O-U-R means something else?
0: Yeah. It's like that night that we listened to that, the whole album of... What was Daft it? Punk. Yeah, Daft Punk with the um, Fuhoku Gods. Yeah, <laughs> over the, the whole album. Uh-huh. Fuhoku Fuhoku gods. Gods. Come on, Gods! Come on, Fuhoku Gods! And it's a whole Daft <laughs> Punk album, and I think we might have listened to through it more than once. <laughs> <Just> you can't <laughs> tell. You can't tell. No, what it's it impossible to, to say. say.
1: <laughs> oh my word! It is so funny. Yeah, um, the cheat.
0: Yes, the, sneak. the cheat uh, light the switch.
1: Old cheat, aka the sneak. <laughs> Um, yep, limousine.
0: I'm going to have to go back. Did, you didn't even have anything to bring up on audio? No. Boo. <laughs> should I know I should have. You, you, that's what you wanted to talk about, and you didn't. Here's, where, here's where you'll put some funny drops. If you've got a
2: caper, then you know you call. It's the Remember those guys in that Bad limousine? Well they turned the tour bus into a space machine. But they're still limousine. We're still limousine. <laughs> to <they're in> <laughs>
1: Oh man, those were some funny drops. <laughs> sure <it> was funny. <laughs> well, I think that was. I
0: think we did that one. Now we can do mine. <laughs> it's early. It's, early. it's, all it's early. <laughs> <laughs> Yep, mine's more serious. Okay, get 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 your head in the right space. Okay, um, we mentioned last time we were talking about. Oh, I yes, made a, what? What?
1: <laughs> I what? was trying to get serious. Oh, okay food deserts (laughs) Barbara Bush
0: (laughs) Um, yeah we talked one time I made a joke saying no we can't live in the past and you said isn't that what this whole podcast is about and um, that sounds like something
1: I would say yeah but I'm not so serious
0: why it was kind of a joke at the time but like why do we continue listening to the dead and is this is it really nostalgia or is there something new to be discovered and why do you continue listening to the dead when you've heard so much of it and how much new can come out of it? other than i mean right. I think we both agree that it is endlessly renewable because of even songs everyone goes back and listens to albums over and over again and the dead have this huge vault of live music that is but a lot of it you but by now, considering all the radio, the Sirius Dead channel, and all this stuff you've heard, you've heard a lot of it at this point. But why keep going back? And is it just nostalgia, or what is it?
1: Well, let's say in 1975, somebody happened to build a lock.
2: Uh huh.
1: And that lock has one key that fits it. 45 years later, you don't ask yourself, I wonder why we never got a different key for that lock. And to me, my brain is wired in a way that when I hear the Grateful Dead music, it unlocks something in my brain that is unlike anything else. Nothing since has happened that would ever top it. Jerry's guitar is just the key that fits in my brain lock. (laughs) <laughs> and it's, it, it will never change. My brain will not change. I'm right. I mean, to make it worse. It's getting worse, but it's, it's, <laughs> it, as far as what music it likes and what, what sounds and little note combinations and vibrations make my brain release all the happy juice, yeah. it's, wired to, it's wired for the dead. And that's why. And that's why I'll never stop listening to it because nothing else just gives me that
0: feeling. I think that's part of it for me too. When you say the happy juice, literally the music makes me happy. And and I am in not always in the mood for being happy. So sometimes you know that is not the music I want to listen to, but when I really want to I don't know, when when I I feel like if I'm in sometimes we go car camping with the kids and the thing I'm most likely to put on out in nature and in the woods, the thing that is most brings me to the point where I just feel in touch with that is just Grateful Dead. Yeah. And so I'll put on Grateful Dead on my little Bluetooth speaker when we're out camping because it is the thing that fits. Or if we're on a drive and it's a beautiful sunny day and you just put on some dead and you just it's happy music. It's it it is not it's kind of what I what I think I want this podcast to be is like an escape from everything else. We're we're just focused on this one thing and you don't think about other things, and it's just fun and happy, and 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 not that all their songs are happy and fun, but mostly, and their jams don't usually they get weird, but they're not oh they're not often super dark,
1: I don't think. No, they're not. They don't. They never. They never like stimulate anger in you like a Rage Against the Machine would or anything right. like that. Um, and they don't. They don't give me a silly feeling like Pavement and Fish do. Um. And and it's not, it's more emotional than anything, but it's not super heavy like Neutral Milk Hotel. Um, but I like all those, and even even I listen to Elliot Smith, and oh, it's yeah. the saddest music yep. on the planet. But it yep. still makes me feel happy. I think partly because it just makes me feel,
0: and it's, you know what I mean. You can connect to another human being that feels similar things that you do when you have those. Difficult right. emotions, and it makes you feel better to know that someone else out there has had those emotions. But, but the dead, yeah, I think the dead for me is just that happy, connected to nature, connected to other humans, connected to the universe. All you, you know, th- that's what it does for me, and that's why I keep going back.
1: Yeah, and I don't even know if I would describe. it. I mean, happy is a word. You know, one of the first words that comes to mind, and I think that it's appropriate most of the time. I think, but to me, more than just feeling happy, it just makes me feel good. Yeah, you know, I that's good. right.
0: Yeah, because because you're not necessarily happy when you're feeling like connected to nature. Not necessarily happiness. It's just like no, it's it's, it's a it, it's a level up. It's right. It's just the right thing. Yep, almost all the time. I all agree. Right. All right, I think all we, right. We did that
1: too. We did that. Cool. We've done it. Should we hop in? Let's jump in both feet. Okay. So on on this time around, um, what I'd like to say is I'm sorry. <laughs> we're, <laughs> we're not gonna start with um we're not gonna start with the first version. We're gonna start instead with a version that I think everybody knows because that will make going back and listening to the first the first live performance, so much more impactful. We're gonna listen to like the prototypical one that everybody's heard and everybody loves. Um, okay, it's from it's from Vanetta, Oregon, eight twenty seven seventy two. So Creamery Benefit, Sunshine Daydream, classic show. Yeah, Dead. That's um, a movie,
0: Sunshine Daydream so that's great a lot that's from that how about that naked guy up on that pole behind the, mm-hmm. <laughs> behind yes. the band? i love that guy totally adds to the bird song
1: <laughs> yeah <laughs> his little bird's nest um okay anyway so here this is eight twenty-seven
0: seventy-two. Yay! Yay! oh i'm so happy
1: just feels like things are starting right it's just like you know like second set starter i always had that position a
0: lot and it's just a great
1: just yep here we are we're back on stage get moving
0: everybody I, when you first said every, things are starting like i went to a way more cosmic place like a flower unfolding like yeah Put piano in there,
1: bending to the heaven.
0: Yeah, yeah. a lot of Jerry in the mix. Mm -hmm. Oh, nice drums. Yeah, Billy killing it. I like more Bobby in this one because I really like the interplay usually between Bobby and Jerry. That is Bobby doing that. That. That's Bobby. Oh yeah. Yeah. But. Jerry doesn't. Oh yeah. I thought it was the other way around. No. Build.
1: Yeah, the the solos in this um, have a lot of tension in them, where they kind of come around and come around, and they build up that tension and let it go, and build up the tension and let it go, which is just a lot of different peaks and and I don't know if it's like they're hitting sevenths or ninths or whatever whatever it is musically that gives you that tension. But, yeah, a little dissonance. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then there's these parts like this where it drops down into a different underlying key right
2: yeah
0: is it a different key here i don't know if it's. i mean if, this is not like
1: a different key necessarily but it's like a different chord underlying it in the key right different mode is. yeah
0: oh that boony doony doony yeah that's bobby yeah that's It's so commonly in the versions of this song I just love it It makes it so groovy It almost sounds like an R&B sort of lick
1: And what's also really interesting to me About this This jam leading into Ryder Or I guess they are going to come back again and do another verse But this This part of the jam Is Bobby soloing Which you rarely get Yeah just that crazy chord solo
0: technique that Bobby has. Yeah, and it's super cool, yeah. And it builds energy pretty well, too. Especially mm-hmm. with these chords. Mm-hmm.
1: And you can hear Jerry playing background guitar with a guitar really interesting, how they just chose this for the song and never really broke from it once they had settled down into it. Yeah. Oh, there he's taken back.
0: Oh, I love that weird sound again. Pinched harmonic? Yeah.
1: A rider. <laughs> we're here to listen to. I like that song too, though. Yeah, we're here to listen to China Cat, obviously. Yeah. Um. So, classic Grateful Dead song, of course. They played it, you know, from '68 to '95. I mean, they just never really. I mean, we'll get into it, but they they basically played it throughout their entire career. Yeah. Um. Hunter penned lyrics. So incredibly crazy. psychedelic yeah. crazy lyrics yeah <laughs> i mean i really do believe hunter has said some things that really it's like it really was he was tripping acid and hang and had a cat on his chest or something yeah.
2: just like had kind to be of
1: went into the cosmos with this cat and came back with this um and we can touch on that a little bit but but i think what i want to get to is like the proto so the the prototypical china cat is is what we just heard right it's it's jerry going and then and then bobby going did that ever not happen well yeah oh okay that's what's going to be so interesting is that that is like that's what we think of right it's that interplay of the bobby and the jerry and and also but but also you're right like i'm not surprised that you that you thought that they were switched because they are doing opposite things of what you'd normally would think. Jerry's playing a rhythm line. Right. And, and, and Bobby's playing these sweet little licks. It's just that crazy, whatever that, that rhythm he's doing there is just, I mean, if somebody was starting going, don't like you would never think to go. It's like someone is weird.
2: I know, of course. Yeah.
1: Of course, the world was never the same after that. But it's just like, <laughs> it's so crazy.
2: Yeah.
0: Um,
1: and it's also crazy how it
0: changed. Um, so the time, yeah. Wait, well, you said something. I, I, sorry, the, the mix was ready? bad at the time. You said that this was the point in the show when something happened and I didn't hear it. Oh,
1: I'm sorry. Uh, that The China Cat is like the part of the concert where the acid started kicking in on that crazy sunstroke oh, day in, in for Oregon, August 72 for, for that whom? concert. For everyone? For the people? The band. Oh, I mean, yeah. That's just what they say. Oh, um, oh the band so was
0: on LC then too?
1: Yes. Oh, okay. Yes, the band tripped at hey, Veneta.
0: I didn't know They that. didn't do
1: it a lot. That um, shows, I think, after the acid tests. I I don't think there's, they did it a lot less than you would think. I believe. Well,
0: I wouldn't think it, it. I would be surprised. I mean, could they really play like that? I don't know. I guess. Yeah, I mean,
1: you know, whenever Jerry talked about it, and of course, that's the only thing anybody ever asked him about, right? Um, but you know, it was, you know, a lot of times we just didn't want to play our instruments, you know, and yeah. we liked the freedom of not having to do that. So once right. they became more serious musicians, you know, but they didn't they, do it yeah, a lot, but. Right. The lore is Veneta, yes, China Cat, The Peak, and um, yeah, and you can see it all on, you can see it all on, um, on video. Yeah. Um, All right. So, let's listen to the first one. Yay. Okay. And you'll see that part, one of those two guitar parts is missing. Oh. This is going all the way back to... Uh, where is it? Going all the way back to January seventeenth, nineteen sixty-eight, San Fran Carousel Mm -hmm. Ballroom.
2: Hmm.
1: Here we go. Yeah. So fast. Super fast.
2: <laughs> in the
0: bed, oh, that organ's amazing.
2: A I love this. Oh,
1: yeah. And Jerry just starts ripping. Bobby goes into those
0: live rhythm chords. Probably what Phil's doing a lot, too.
2: Mm hmm. The keyboard, the organ, and doubling the guitar. Yes, Yes. crazy. It's
0: amazing. So
2: fast.
0: And the rhythm is completely different
1: than what Bobby's doing. It doesn't have that swing. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Oh,
0: man, I love that I organ and guitar together. Yes, they're pretty locked in, too.
2: In of Tinegal, of
0: like, really trombone. locked in.
1: And the person that's playing that ripping guitar does not sound like the same person that's singing those, like, lazy, worldly lyrics, but it's,
2: it's crazy. Alright? Right?
1: Of the, oh, wow. the, the melody, in the very first one, he's always done that. But that one was yeah. much more staccato and aggressive. But that part never goes away.
0: All oh, those Phil, Phils.
2: I gotta drop in the of
0: Phil. Did I give you the of Phil thing for your soundboard? No. Oh, I gotta do that. I'll drop it in. About
2: a trombone? trombone?
0: His voice sounds so different, so low. Yeah, which is weird because a lot of his earlier stuff is usually higher. It gets higher. trying Probably trying to sing in a uh, lower register or something. Weird choice. And again, just primal dead. Phil is just playing so many notes and we're
1: not here to listen to anything else <laughs> just the China <laughs> but here's what's also interesting about so that's okay so that's obviously a great version Let's just,
0: that was that was I, I don't I haven't heard a version like that before I mean, did it ever did it stay that way for a while or was it like the only one
1: uh it stayed that way for a while believe it or not and here's where it makes a lot of sense when that song debuted It was in the St. Stephen spot. So, in early 68, they played it and through middle of 69, for the most part, China held the spot between Dark Star and the 11. They would play Dark Star, go into China and then drop that. They're not dropping into Ryder with with that
0: cut. They're dropping into the 11. In that one. But uh, was St. Stephen not around yet? Is that what happened? Yeah, St. Stephen's
1: not around yet. St. Stephen, I believe the first one's October of 68. But they found other places for it. So, you said they're going to 11? Dark right Star, there? China Cat, the 11 was
0: like a common oh, thing. That's That sounds like... Yeah, that's, that's a dream. Dream come true.
1: <laughs> yeah, just crazy. So, um, yeah. So, San Francisco. So, that's it. So... Yeah. January 1768 so what's different there obviously the Bobby part the the whole
0: pace is frantic just frantic and all of them I mean Jerry's uh, rhythm in the beginning is gone Um, yeah he's just strumming chords
1: and and sliding up and down the neck to just give like a crazy psychedelic sound to it let's let's play back just for a second just to hear what Jerry does at the very beginning there instead of what he normally does this is what he's doing
0: I mean, just, just crazy. Um Yeah, and Phil by the middle to the end is just wigging out. They're you know playing so many notes. It is so frenetic, it is full of energy, but not that swing. I I will say I loved it, and, and man, the organ and the guitar, the way they're locked in. I, I couldn't believe how, they were so right on top of each other. There was no, it almost sounded like, uh, I don't know. It didn't sound like two instruments. It almost sounded like one instrument.
1: Yeah, I think I think a lot of times I don't give Pig enough credit for the keyboard that he played. But yeah. he was rocking out there, man. And it sounded awesome.
0: It yeah, sounded awesome. It was great. I, I love his organ playing. I think he's the most psychedelic organ player of all of the keyboard players they ever had. I, I love his early dead stuff. I think his early organ sound is this swirling, crazy, psychedelic sound that I absolutely love. My favorite. I used to say all the time that Keith was my favorite because I really like that era in general. And I think he doesn't do some of the bad stuff that other people do. But And I don't love pigs singing, but Pig's organ playing, I think, has just launched him. in. especially hearing that now, just launched him into the top for me.
1: Yeah. And so, let's listen to another one. And this is, so, what I'm trying to do is let's, let's, I'm going to listen to one, just a little snippet of, of something here. And just okay. to hear it, this is just like a, it's a, it's a, it's a China Cat jam, kind of,
2: almost.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, it, this is happening at the end of China Cat. Where are we, where are we dropping in?
1: Yeah. So, well, hold on a second. Am I missing something here? No. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, we're dropping in here. We're, we're jumping ahead a little bit to 69. Okay. Yeah. And this is a, a China Cat jam that just came out in the middle of a, in the middle of, um, they, did a, they did alligator, then drums, and a jam then sun China cat jam then back into a what's labeled on the tapes as a primal alligator jam hmm. um but so it's just is it
0: labeled as a China cat China jam? cat
1: sunflower jam because I don't think they ever actually uh-huh. sang the lyrics this is in Pittsburgh uh-huh. Pennsylvania the Stanley Theater February 7th 69 but I really just like this weird kind of jam it just has an interesting and it, it's, it's a good link to where we're going so let's just listen to a little bit of that okay uh-huh. That he will eventually play but it's not the riff yeah it's still
2: like bah, bah, so bah, distorted bah, bah.
1: I, I love that. I did the, That's that incredible. little snippet. Yeah, that was awesome. So it's not till it's not till April fifth, nineteen sixty nine. That this is the first instance that I could find of Jerry playing the rhythm. The rhythm that we are used to seeing. And again, uh, where are we here? So, all right. So this is April of sixty nine. And so what, what's happened here is. Um, somewhere around this time, Mm -hmm. St. Stephen, um... Shows up. Yeah, it's, it's, by now it's replaced, it's Dark Star St. Stephen. Yeah, Okay, sometimes it's the 11 afterwards, sometimes it's something else, but, but China Cat is really no longer, you know, the the Dark Star sandwich anymore. So, for a while, it, they, they try, they play around with some other songs that, um, That will follow China because China cat just doesn't really, it just kind of has that feeling where it doesn't really have an ending. It's, it's always kind of played this role where it goes into something else, something else. Yeah. So, um, for a while they were doing it into doing that rag, which is a great, I I love that song and we're going to do that one at some point. I don't know. how That is a weird transition. I love that. Uh, Yeah. I love that one. Um, yeah. They went into do, do. Sometimes it was followed by do, sometimes it was followed by sitting on top of the world. I mean, these are all just really, that one. Yeah, just really interesting combinations, but finding something. Huh. So this this is a show where doing that rag followed at 4569, but this is this is the first instance I could find where Jerry comes out and plays his his piece. All right. So yeah. let's Well, that's not it. That's when we just heard. All right. So let's let's listen to April 5th. 1969 this is back in san fran avalon ballroom
2: yeah
0: there's a me me yep i don't think that was there before either nope and this is
1: this is when they had pig pen and tc both playing keyboards. so i don't know who yeah. came up with that
0: So they were probably weren't both playing organ, probably one on organ, one on piano.
1: Uh, I don't know, I think they were probably both playing keyboards. I don't know if they were touring with a full piano at this point. Hmm. But this is very strange. That, that little lick there was so strange. Huh. I'm going to start it again because I want to hear that again because it is. And we can cut okay. out that other part if we want to, but. No. That fake out with the bass. one man gathers what another man spills from St. Stephen and dropped it in the beginning oh, of China Cat.
2: So that's, so
1: that's the first riff. And it, it, yeah. It's with that crazy beginning and whatever. So, but, um,
0: I really like what the organ is doing and what Phil was doing. The, that All of that really felt like a lot of it was coming together, like a lot of things coalesced in that version where... They had a lot of, it just all was super cool. I mean, there, everything in that worked for me. I mean, there was, it, it all was coming to the fore. Like I really was paying attention to Phil, but you could pay attention to the organ. You could pay attention to Bobby or, or Jerry or, you know, and it all was just, just right.
2: hmm
1: Yep. Yep. They're, they're, they're really hitting their stride with it. They're keep it. So far, everyone we've listened to, they found something different to do with it each time. Still feels yeah. fresh. It's evolving um, very but it's, rapidly. But it's coming. It's all the parts that you know from that Veneta show, you can hear them all starting to come. Let me grab a beer quick. Okay. Me too.
2: <laughs> nice.
0: Again, right. from the uh, Hill Farmstead Brewery, I have the. Is that uh, local so- to you? No, it's w- way out of the way in Vermont. We. Stop there on our way up to snowboarding and drop hundreds of dollars on a crap load of beer. Um, so that's why you get in trouble when you drink them. <laughs> yeah, yes. Yeah. But this one I split with called names. I made a magnum of this um, self reliance Nelson Sauvin, um, Farmstead IPA, uh, brewed and dry hopped solely with Nelson Sauvin hops, however you say that. S A U V I N. Salveen and i'm not a beer guy so
1: what is farmstead or farmhouse is that that just mean like it's
0: a little soury or natural yeast or what does that mean yes yep both yep okay just a little and so it had a little yeah it was so it's an ipa and so not super sour but just it really well balanced with the sourness and the bitters and and just really 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 good this is this place hill farmstead uh, next time you're around we'll drink some but it's it's incredible all right. Yeah. You want to know what I'm oh. drinking? I think we uh, should move on.
1: <laughs> All right. So this one, so we heard a couple snippets, but this one we're going to listen to in, in earnest. And this is a great one, of course. So we're still in 69. Yeah. This is um, a late set China. And I just think this is a great... I just really like this one um, from this kind of this feel again it's tc and Pigpen. pen it's two drummers yeah um it's jerry from 69 so you know he's probably playing his sg super intense um yeah. and yeah and let's just let it rip let it rip
0: rip
2: it It
0: sounds like so in the room
2: Look for a while at the chat Cats on flower flower, Bob and jingle in the middle night side pop cold and chip of silver come on her like a cream spill stuck out through a dream that I just feel like I'm there. I know.
1: I love the way Jerry's singing on this one.
2: Of all colors, a golden string fit to a double. Yeah. my back.
0: organ still doing that lick Oh yeah Organ sounds great They really brought it up front
1: Wow here still that same playing the, the melody Just stutter stepping it Simple oh. washes.
0: I like the way it does, they bring it back down. Yeah. Trombone. I
2: ring shower of pearls Hambone.
1: Do <laughs> you remember that mouse from Tom and Jerry Ham Hambone? <laughs>
0: You really got yourself there. <laughs> Big Tom and Jerry fan. Organs! Yeah, just blasting away on that one note. like the organs and the drums are having a competition to would be louder.
1: I love it. Trying to wake the dead. Yeah.
0: No one's really taking the lead here. Now. I love it though. That's cool. That end right there where he the the, the melodies he was playing were just so – and just like repeating lines. Yeah. You know, like he, he'd find a lick that he likes and just – but he didn't – it wasn't like he was playing many licks in between. He was like playing a lick he liked – just out of the blue, and then playing it a bunch of times, and it was this amazing lick. And mm-hmm. then the next time he plays it a couple of times, and then the next lick he plays is also amazing, and he plays that a bunch of times. Right, it was super
1: cool. And while I'm while I'm listening to this, I'm thinking like that build, and then the stop, and then when they get really loud, they come down to nothing, and then they come yeah. back, and that's the dead. I don't I don't think they do that a lot, right? That's that to me is much more Fish's wheelhouse right yep. that tension release tension release build it up drop it back down build it back up drop it down i mean jerry's you know normally like right out of the gate jerry is uh you know emotional from you know right you know, just ringing the first note out and and he, and, and he's and jerry's going up to that super high bend like Trey does just to get the crowd like that bliss note that I mean, yeah. it's just it has that crazy and it's funky and mm-hmm. it,
0: it, uh, i don't know man this one gets me, but I love it. But Saint Stephen had that part where it changed pretty abruptly, yep. especially in the early version. That's true, and so, maybe
1: it's more about the early songs just had a little more yeah. quirk. But also the lyrics. I mean, of all the dead songs, you know, like this. Oh man, and Dark Star. Yeah, I mean, this could be fish lyrically, fish lyrically, right? I mean, it's just it's a little wacky out there.
0: It is, but it's never quite goofy. It is. It it really pings something in my brain that is that like cosmic universal psychedelic whatever that is not it's a lit it's it's, it's not well we can talk about it at the end but uh it's not quite as goofy i would say
1: no it's, it's not goofy but there's there's a lot of um uh you know there's like th- that that that, that the the oxymoronic stuff is is in full effect here let's talk a little bit about the lyrics here so i mean you know that look for a while at the china cat sunflower i mean that just for a while it's like Uh don't you're not gonna see it at first no don't just glance at it look at (laughs) it for a while wait till your eyes cross (laughs) yeah um but of course but then the next line you know proud walk and jingle in the midnight sun so of course midnight sun that that classic you know oxymoronic hunter lyric you know sky's yellow sun's blue sun is blue yeah um uh copper dome bodhi drip a silver kimono like a crazy quilt star gown through a dream night wind so uh crazy the crazy quilt Star gown is just. Yeah, I love that. I I love that, that imagery. Makes, and
0: it and it it is combining sort of Asian culture with, again, yep. bringing it back to America. Like crazy quilts are the heart of America. It's right? I mean, yes. You know. So they take they 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 take this way out there thing and say yes, but it's ours. You know, this is something we perceive, but we're making it our own yeah I hear you.
1: I don't know yeah. what a bodhi is i I think it's something you uh, it's a like a, a
0: bodhisattva like uh 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 acolyte of Buddhism.
1: and then and okay so then the next verse starts and the and the first three lines are actually really um like they're, they're very cohesive. So it's that crazy cat peeking through a lace bandana, like a one-eyed Cheshire, like a diamond-eyed Jack. So it's just, you can just see that, right? It's a cat mm-hmm. just looking at you through like a little, you know, crocheted thing.
0: A winking.
1: Yeah. But, <laughs> or can you only see one of his eyes because the other one is yeah, covered up,
0: right? Nobody knows.
1: Diamond-eyed Jack. I think, you know, the, 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 the playing cards, you know, are, are, are Robert Hunter's wheelhouse again. Um, Cheshire, of course, is Alice in Wonderland, Mm Psychedella, crazy cat could be, you know, we're not going to get into that, but, um, okay. So then a leaf of all colors plays a golden string fiddle to a double E waterfall all over my back.
0: (laughs) Yep. No, you can't even begin (laughs) to crack that. You
1: can't. And double E. So I, 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 you know, on the internet, there's a lot of talk about double E and everybody seems to think it has to do with a train. E. like there's a lot of different train things that could mean double e i never got it. that i always thought it was like a note yes yeah yeah musical like double like e, a like, double like bass a base no yeah or like a mandolin has doubled strings on it yeah you know, and it's just like the music you can feel the music on you like i well I, I mean
0: the um the guitar too right
1: yeah yeah i guess hmm. Yeah. But they're not but they're not doubled. Like they're an octave apart on the guitar.
0: But they're the only string. True. Yep. Right? Yep. I mean I don't know if you was thinking that, yeah. but they Or only double strings, on... you know. Yeah, yeah. Um Yeah, or, or like a you know twelve strings, something like that, right? Yep. Yep, for sure. And then the next line,
1: comic book colors on a violin river. So again again the music there there's there's a musical we so we got fiddles, right? We've got a violin. We'll, we'll hear from the trombone shortly. <laughs> Malcolm's his favorite line. Yeah. Um, comic book colors on a violin river crying Leonardo words from out a silk trombone. Now, this Leonardo words, I just yeah. recently learned that Leonardo da Vinci wrote backwards on purpose. In his notebook. Purpose. Yeah.
0: To uh, make it cryptic for those that were trying to get his ideas, and he would—I uh, think that was it. Uh, that's speculation, though. He—he uh, he wrote his notes, and his notebook were were written backwards. And
1: I've heard different theories on why he did it because I found it so interesting. I started looking into it. Like, he, like there's also a theory that it would go more into your brain, right? right. Yeah. So he you had to concentrate I, so much harder that it, it helped him like internalize it more.
0: Well, I also think he just did it because he could, and I don't because yeah, it wouldn't too. be that it wouldn't be that hard for someone to decrypt. It's not a, an right. encryption; it's not it's not a real encryption. But um, it is. I think he just could. I think he. Uh, I have a little bit of that myself. I am slightly dyslexic, but I've managed it such that I can see things forward and backwards very well. And God name was born that way too. And she's super can see things backwards and forwards very easily. And sometimes I just you just do it because you can, you know. And I drew a lot of things that were. Um, Bilaterally symmetric, because you can see things both ways and it just uh, yeah, but it, and it, it helps you uh, perceive nature, I think interesting
1: because um, yeah. i've seen that you know that thing of the naked guy with his six arms you know making like a yeah. circle a million yep. times, and i've always seen the words on it backwards, and I've always been like, like did they just like is this out of some manuscript where they took a copy of it wrong or something i never I never got that, but anyway, a silk trombone is just. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Like mm-hmm. trombones are made out of brass. They're hard brass. Yeah. They 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 sound abrasive. I mean, I love the way they sound, but they are not Yeah. there's nothing silk about a trombone.
0: And and they're I don't know, trombones are just goofy to me for yeah, some they reason.
2: Are. They really and are. like
0: and, and making it out of silk makes it this goofy thing into like this fancy. It is comical, right? It, it's like inherently
1: comical. Yes. And then I rang a silent bell. So, again, the oxymoronic,
0: the silent bell. It's almost like the one hand clapping, too. <laughs> what is the sound TV. of one hand clapping? What's this? <laughs> We're no, both no the bell. microphone. It's this. <laughs> Are you hearing this?
1: <laughs> uh, beneath a shower of pearls in the eagle wing palace of the Queen Chinese. In the eagle wing palace is just such a great... Um, visual again, and then the Queen Chinese bringing it back to the 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 Asian influence that's just running throughout the whole thing, and then yeah. and then also, so, um, Dame Edith uh, Sitwell poem. Uh-huh. She had a poem. It's called Trio for Two Cats and a Trombone.
2: <laughs> <Okay>? <laughs> yeah.
1: And. And that, and it, it's um, to the jade, come kiss me harder. He called across the battlements as she heard our voices thin and shrill as the steely grasses thrill, or the sound of the onica when the foca has the pica in the palace of the queen. Whoa. Whoa.
0: So
1: clearly, Hunter, um, you know, was, was influenced by that, by that in pulling this all together. But yeah, um, there's just a lot going on here, and they're super fun,
0: and it's just. It's painting. I mean, it's painting a dreamscape for me and like the Leonardo, like the comic book colors and a violin Leonardo, like all of that stuff, like you visualize it. I don't know what an eagle wing castle or they said is like, but you, you visualize something, right? And whether that thing is at all what anyone intended, again, it's the intentional fallacy potentially, but like you, it is painting a dreamscape. It is very visual. It is very visual for me. Yes. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's,
1: it's a, it's a psychedelic trip. And one of the things that one of the comments from Hunter, Hunter, um, there's a quote, uh, from that was in box of, uh, in the, it was published in in box of rain, um, which is a collected lyrics of, of Robert Hunter. And he writes, Uh nobody ever asked me the meaning of this song. People seem to know exactly what I'm talking about it's good that a few things in this world are clear to all of us
0: <laughs> that's amazing so that. oh my god And but that being said yes it is very clear that there. you should not ask about the lyrics of that song <laughs> that is the one thing that is clear Like, because there's no way anybody especially Hunter knows what the fuck I mean yeah obviously he got some shit from that poem but like other than that like, you can speculate about what all this means, but when you are painting that word picture and that dreamscape that creates, like, that is the intention. Mm-hmm. And that is yep. it. Yep. All right. So, let's jump ahead three years.
1: I know we started out with a 72, but I do want to hear one more 72 because they are just they are just really so good. And yeah. this is from Europe 72. This is at the Strand Lyceum London, oh, yeah. England. Um, this is not the one that made it to the Europe 72 disc, but I just really love this one. So, um, and of course the recording is just to die for. So let's just, um, let this one rip. And if it turns out it's repetitive and we end up wanting to cut it out of the show, we can cut it out of the show, but I, I just thought we should listen to this one before we move on a little bit.
0: Okay. (laughs) People yelling. Oh yeah, those toms.
1: One drummer. And that's that's new, right? Yeah. Before he goes into his thing, he's got a new. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was that staccato, like hitting it so staccato. Yep.
1: This one just swings. So much more now and this is like you know this is where it's headed
0: but it's almost it's it is a groove but it's like it's a weird groove yeah
2: yeah
1: and that trill that Bobby does is just so good yeah Piano yeah, no and not organ here no, there's Keith and Ron here, so... Probably going to be Keith on a piano. Pig on... He's calling Ron.
0: Ron. That's weird. Say <laughs> Ron. Mr.
2: McKernan.
0: <laughs> oh, and then there's Mr. McKernan on the keyboard there. Mr. Penn? Mr. <laughs> Penn.
1: I feel like by this point everybody's just settled into it it feels settled in and yeah and the turns and the different parts are more they know where they're going with it
2: a little more yeah.
0: there's a we should talk about it later but there's like a, a plus and a minus to that That, that note is. I like those piano. I generally prefer organ, but that piano little drop there was nice.
1: Little tinkles.
0: Yeah, made a tinkle. Some people make it rain. Some people make it tinkle. Piss on it. Piss on me. <laughs>
1: part Right here is just confusion, right? And then it just settles down.
0: Yeah. And like tight. All of a sudden it's like, and then then, it goes crazy. crazy. It's like when the bathtub water is swirling right before it just drops down. It's all swirling, (laughs) swirling, (laughs) swirling, (laughs) and it just. Absolutely. yeah, and the way that mixes with Bobby's part too is just And now we have the Bobby solo. Yeah, I love the way he does that. His rhythms are so syncopated and so groovy. Mm-hmm.
1: And, and Bill sounds like, Billy sounds like three drummers right here.
2: Yeah,
0: it's like subtraction by addition. <laughs> I won't name any names, <laughs> but he plays that ride and he
1: he, he takes up the Mickey Hart cowbell part, and then he hits the tom. <laughs> and he's getting—I mean—he's just—he's just an amazing drummer. Yeah.
0: Oh, that chromatic there. It was, mm-hmm. I love that. Cards. He always went back to that. He really kind of made a. Yeah, that. He made almost a, a plan that would be the solo for this song. Yeah, like this, like there's so many things that you hear all the time mm-hmm. in this, this body solo, little parts that you would go to, and I wouldn't really have it any other way. He does it really, it's amazing. Yep, it really is, and I, I just like that version. Um, oh, that, that yeah, there's no way I'm cutting that out. That That is great. I, I really like that. I, I, um, though, I gotta say, the moving from organ to piano in this song for me is I, I liked what some of the stuff that Keith did. Um, but man, I, I don't know. It just, it, it's, it just demands organ for me.
1: Um, yeah, I can feel that. I, I like, I, I like the organ in it as well. Um, for sure. Let's, so now let's jump ahead a little bit. And this is, now we're going to the Providence show that I was going to uh, mistakenly play before. And we don't have mm-hmm. any 73s here because this was so so heavy on the early stuff that I had to cut some stuff out. But I think that's best. The thing with seventy three and seventy four that is so fun in mm-hmm. the China. Oh, and obviously we're we're at the part now where it's China rider. It, it is it is firmly China Forever, rider ever. at this
0: point. Yeah. Um. So does it ever go out of that? Uh.
1: No. Yeah, we're, we're, think we're, so. I, I think in the later years there may have been like three or three to five of them where there was no rider after didn't the China play rider but no. yeah but now it's it's firmly in the China rider
0: which is amazing yeah. and, that, and that was one of the great like just like fire uh, Scarlet Begonia's Fire Mountain um, mm-hmm. you know it's just one of those great uh, pairs that should never be rent asunder <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, yeah um, so the thing that the 73s and 74s have is the feeling groovy jam, which I love. I love, what? wait
0: a minute, the feeling groovy
1: jam. Stop. What are you talking about? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm so glad you said that. You get to hear it, and it is awesome. It is, but wait, just...
0: why is it? Is that a name that you came up with, or no. is that a name that no, oh.
1: it's the feeling groovy
0: jam. Feeling Groovy like the song by um uh, uh, The mean guy and the guy with the afro
1: <laughs> Yes Simon and Garfunkel that's their name.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I was gonna say I was gonna say Sonny and Cher. Sorry, <laughs> 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 right, which the mean guy? Cher. Cher's the mean guy and Sonny's the one with the Afro. <laughs> Yeah, poor oh, the mean guy in do, the sunny, end, do sunny
1: um right, so let's so june 26th 1974 providence no but that Cincinnati. no seriously
0: hold on that that is really it that it's it's the um simon and garfunkel song yeah yeah oh yeah okay crazy i didn't know this happened and, they, and it's 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 a it's it's common in the
1: 73 and 74s um mm. it's just and i love it and so let's let's.
2: The mean guy and the guy, right there. <laughs> <laughs> the guy from the tubes.
1: Take it away. Uh, so here we are, seventy-four. So obviously, again, <laughs> so so no more pig pen. Uh, still one Ron. drummer. Donna's here. I don't think she's going to sing anything on this though. Um, no more Ron. Keith, <laughs> just Billy on drums. Um,
0: here we go. <clears throat> Oh, the bass drum there. Wait, did he always do that, or is it just way more prevalent here? I don't know. A lot of bass drum there. It was like just bass drum. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And they just already abandoned it. They're just going for it. It's like whatever goes at this point. And I love what Phil's doing. Just do some sunny and chair.
2: Uh, Even Bobby. Yeah. Yeah. Ah. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah. I love it.
0: Wow. It's revolutionary. How do they all just know like fuck it? <laughs> They're all like yeah. fuck it. You no, know, just do, hey guys, do whatever. Hey, everybody! <laughs> guys, guys, yo, do whatever! Cool. And this
1: is coming out of a jam. They just, this is sent to jam into China's
0: rider. Oh. Phil. Yeah, this is all Phil right here for me.
1: 17 times in a row and not have it be like in your face it's like he's tickling you with a feather right? I mean, anybody else who bends that and it's like they're gonna be like making like a big face and like super loud distortion Jerry's just, like
2: <laughs> the french tickle uh, love it
0: Yeah. Bill is just soloing and counterpoint to Jerry. I I, I wanna know what he thinks this song sounds like. (laughs) (laughs) He actually took the lead for a while there. Yeah, there it is. Oh, it's Bobby, I mean. The crowd's clapping along. Wow, that intro. Mm-hmm. There's nothing nothing like that.
2: Wow. Make my chicken neck start. (laughs) Hungry chicken. Oh,
1: like that? Look, they got those palm muted notes while he was just playing there. Yeah. There's some parts of it that are like DFG, and there's other parts that are EBA.
2: Okay. Bap. Palm you. Yeah. Look <laughs> <in laughs> Wait, the Queen. Shiny.
0: put it over the top, this incredible experience would just be, it would just, hmm, I miss it.
2: There. Whoa.
0: Oh fucking shit.
2: Are you on the groovy baby? <laughs>
1: Common part of the song. So I mean, by now it was. Uh, I okay. knew they were going to get here eventually. But did they
0: do it initially at some point, or it just happened? I don't
1: know. It's
0: impossible to say. Mm-hmm. What will ever know? Okay. We got so mesmerized for a long time there was not a lot of talking. Mm-hmm. So comfortable too, you know, the sound is just so... There's just, there's nothing unsettling about it. Nope. It's just, it, that was just so, at the end there, it was just so nice, you know? I mean, and it's just like, like the theme song for the greatest hammock in the world.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it? I mean, it's just like. Yeah. Oh, my <gasps> word. Oh, my yeah, word.
0: Yeah, it's just like, it's it just like, yeah, just niceness. It's nicety.
1: Yeah. So, then, well, um, then they went like three years without playing it. <laughs> really never played it in 75 or 76 or the first 11 and or the first 363 days of 77 (laughs) wow december 29th 1977 they came back and played it um yeah weird but i mean they played it through 74 and then they just i don't know they're just doing their own, doing other shit, I guess. Yeah. But then in uh, December 29th, 77, Winterland. Mm-hmm. Great, great venue for them. Middle of second set coming out of playing in the band. They play China. You want to hear it?
0: I do. All right. Crowd psyched. Yes. There's that kick. Do you think they talked about it back then? Like how many shows since last China Cat? I don't know. I want to know. But Mickey's back. Yeah. Well like with Fish, it's a thing. Like if they bust out a fucking sign of a every time
1: they play it, as soon as they five notes yeah. into it, everybody knows how many shows it's been since the last one.
0: I mean, it's yeah, but but it, but you wild. know too if it's been. I mean, when they first busted out like. Um, Fuck uh, Destiny Unbound You know like mm-hmm. In in, in uh, Long Island I was there It was it was incredible It had been since like 92 and it was 2003 or whatever Granted Four years isn't quite the same But like What did people Keep track of that And think about that Kind of thing I don't know There had There had to be Some heads Some nerds That were all about that Yeah Cause I'm sure They were already trading tape At this point Listen right? in that base a little fuzz to it. It's almost like funk. It's almost like a disco feel. Seventy-seven, baby. Yeah. They got they discoed it up. Oh, listen to Phil's sound. It's mid-rangey. Yeah. It's farty. Farty McCloud <laughs>
2: It's
1: like his base went up to 239 and he said, give me one more.
0: <laughs> Irish bean
2: soup. He's in the soup. Phil's <laughs> in the soup. <laughs>
0: But 70, I thought I knew Phil's sound from 77. Like everything I knew was
2: a (laughs) lie. It's
0: happening. Like I'm adrift in a sea of farts. (laughs) I love that sound.
2: like bobby tied a handkerchief
1: around
0: his
2: strings oh yeah
0: weird i couldn't listen to anything other than phil whoa that sounds weird too that's jerry on the low e yeah it's on the double e <laughs> Yeah. double down on it <laughs> he it. That like a little bit more straight-ahead feel of like like I said, like a disco feel. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. Look
0: at that, like boom, back, boom, back, boom, back. Oh, then it gets into shuffle right here.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Wow.
1: Jerry would just take the back seat and let Bobby do his thing, but he'd really stretching his heart out a little bit here.
2: Doing this motif. part. Who cares?
1: (laughs) (laughs) We've already abandoned Bobby. Or they're, they're playing style, but the two drummers are, are kind of like stepping on each other, I feel a little bit. Whereas in the 60s, they were really locked in and they were um, yeah. really just driving each other harder.
0: Bobby's so part was amazing. It sounded like uh, he's playing almost like a uh, James Brown sort of like just a repetitive uh, rhythm part there. It sounded mm-hmm. really cool.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. No, 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 yeah.
0: Wow. Um, yeah, I didn't hear a lot of keyboards there. um not much no. piano or anything. A very uh, low in the
1: mix on that one. Yeah, Bobby was a little low too for most of. Them. Yeah,
0: but he kind of started. In the end, he really came forward. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah, that one was like pretty by necessity because int- Jerry would not stop playing. <laughs> yeah, he did. <laughs> so was that the end of the Bobby solo? Yeah, then it goes in a rider. No, but I mean, is that is, is the Bobby solo as? previously experienced no more oh no 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 oh, still bobby, okay still bobby soul yeah yeah because that one did not really have it like it was not much didn't have much right. yep not in especially with all those like we were talking about he had those um particular parts that he would go to regularly that weren't really there mm-hmm yeah yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 yep, yep. <laughs> um all right so we have one more of course we're going to dip our toes in the 80s. Yay. And it's comedy this, gold, really. <laughs> Nothing else. <laughs> <laughs> this is a very well-liked version. Okay. From a very,
0: very well-loved show. Okay. Could we go back to Oregon? I'm going to predict going back to Oregon. That's what I'm predicting.
1: Nope. Fuck. You know um, that already? Yeah. It's, it's July 17th, 1989. Mm-hmm. Alpine Valley. East Troy, okay. Wisconsin hmm so um let's give brent a chance <laughs> to tickle the tinklers
0: tinkle on us sounds good yep sounds like old school sound mm-hmm. yeah a little chorus make the ladies up as Jerry like felt the intensity it's such a it's such a bias of mine it's such a hard time but you know I'm really trying to overcome that but it does make it sort of psychedelic in its weird way Of all the other weirdness.
2: Yeah, it's a little too much right now, but we'll be good. Wow. Yeah, Brent's doing some crazy shit, I gotta say. <laughs> Or... No, 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 no. oh yeah <laughs> yeah yeah i mean shit is ridiculous yeah <laughs>
0: I hate the sound man, but fuck, even if he's not doing some crazy shit. I don't mind that synth sound, that's kinda great. Super 80s. But not terrible. Yeah,
2: Brent
0: oh, picked up on Jerry so fast. Wow. So there's that. Wow, that was really intense. Yeah,
1: and now we have one more from 1994 with Vince Wilnick. No, oh,
2: I'm just really? kidding. Oh. <laughs> really? Wait, but why not?
1: Why aren't we ever doing those? No. Just, no? Just, uh, we will sometime, I
0: guess.
2: But hey, just no man, need.
0: you know, if you're making me listen to fucking Brent. You fuck man god damn it I'm you, think I'm you think i'm joking but why and and plus how can we not bring this to its fruition how can we not take this to its logical conclusion what are we doing what are we fucking doing here if we're not god damn it man what are we doing here i mean they did play it what are we doing here if we're not taking to its logical conclusion just because oh you know here we are going to the 80s aren't we fucking cosmonauts like taking to the next level when we could be going into the stratosphere with the fucking 90s and Vince Welnick but no I have you know
2: I have no control I have
0: no control
2: you don't
0: okay because you know what it's gotta be the sounds that Vince gets gotta be better than the Brent sounds. I'm not saying what he plays is better. The guy but from the like, tubes. Yeah. <laughs> you know? He's and plus we gotta we gotta explore. We gotta get out there and do it. This is this is a mandate. You have you have the mandate from the people. Uh okay. <laughs> <laughs> I got a little worked up uh, a couple seconds ago. <laughs> I'd like to apologize. Nonetheless, fact is Got a little worked up, got upset about Brent and Vince, but you have a mandate. (laughs) All right. Well, from the the people. Give me one. Because what are we doing here if we're not taking to its logical conclusion? Good question. I mean, is it, is it, but no, but seriously, is it, is it not worth listening to the nineties versions? Like we, it didn't even occur to me. Like, honestly, the reason I'm, part of the reason I'm getting so worked up is like, it didn't even occur to me. Like, you know. To not listen to them? No, it didn't occur to me to listen to them. Like we haven't done it and it didn't occur to me that there's a a glaring omission. Is it though? (laughs) We, we are doing this not just for ourselves. It's for the universe and this exists. We can't ignore it. Look, I, and... We've done the 80s and you know how I feel. So, 90s. Is it that bad? Do you know? Do you even know? Um... I mean, I've got a good guess. <laughs> Are there no? But there's got to be some versions. Of people like this is a pretty good version. This is like one. Just as a matter of being completist, and like, the, like in the lore of this of some songs, there's got to be a decent version out there from some nineties year out there ever. Um, I'm sure there is. Well, I think we should find it. Just, just to hear, because the whole point of this whole thing is taking this one song and hearing how it goes from beginning to almost the end. Apparently, but like, why not just like, what are we doing here? Like, you know, like how can we go from sixty-eight and then be like, and then it, and then we're going to end in eighty-nine?
2: Hmm.
0: I mean, I I, can see. (laughs) I kind of see where you're going with this. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, but, but I think it ends the narrative. I think it and if we have to say it's terrible every time, at least we say. You know, it but every time I hear Plinka Plinka Brent's keyboards, I say I fucking hate that. And that happens every time. But you know, I'm very animated about this. <laughs> <laughs> I feel very strongly.
1: I I get it. I do understand. All right. Well,
0: you're I mean you're in control, you know, but I feel like you have a mandate from the people. I'm just saying um I mean, does anyone out there care? do you think anyone out there cares? Do deadheads care? Do they care about the nine? Do they like, okay, you took it to Brent, I don't good know. enough, you know, like what does it matter? I guess it probably to some people, maybe? yeah who, right? I mean, like I—I I don't know. But you uh, never—did you see the '80s? Did you see the dead '80s? No, I never saw them in the '80s. You see, you saw—I never saw them at all. Which, you know, granted, maybe you should never say that. But like, here we are. <laughs> um, you saw them in the '90s only. Uh-huh. So, you know, that's your experience. Live. That's just like your experience, man. It's just
1: like your experience. All right. Well, then. Fine. Let's listen to one. Okay. You want to? <laughs> yeah. All right. Let's listen to one then. July 8th, 1995, Soldier's yeah. Field. Wow. I do believe this is, um, you know, their last stand, wasn't it? I mean, the last uh, show. I don't right? know. The next night was the last dead show ever. Wow. So, you want the logical fruition? How about the last <laughs> time they ever played it?
0: all right i don't know if this is the best i mean you're just picking this out of the out of your hat you want to hear the last one this is the last one all right yeah well here we go here we go okay
2: it's
0: already good (laughs) it's already good yeah oh weird jerry's sound is weird I find value in Jerry's sound already. Yeah, see? Vince isn't so bad, he got a normal piano sound. Got it from the tubes.
2: <laughs>
0: Did everyone just realize it's <laughs> trying to get what happened here? <laughs> Touch heads. Chicago. <laughs> It's not distortion. It's like a DS1? Bobby. (laughs) He's playing like a pink Jackson Kramer. (laughs) Strong Kramers.
2: Whoa! (laughs) Whoa! (laughs) He's
1: playing different ones with each hand. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Bobby's distortion is crazy, right? It really is.
1: It makes it hard to hear. It doesn't really cut
0: through the mix very well. No. Vince has got a weird, like, some tubular bell sound or something. I don't know. It's like... I don't know, some like... Some Korg wave station shit going on there. Not too tight on the turrets. No, but they never lose the groove. Because Phil can still fucking play in 2020. Yeah. The sound is just real boomy.
2: <laughs> How
1: did he do that? It's like he has a separate volume control for those two notes.
2: <laughs> it turned all the way. It was just so piercing, it
1: just goes right through.
2: <laughs>
1: those two notes make like a perfect sine wave or something and it just like here.
2: <laughs>
0: Jerry uh, definitely sounds like he lost a bit of a step here. Yeah. It's like he knows what he wants to do and it's just not quite happening.
1: It almost feels like he thinks he, he's like he's trying to take the band somewhere and
0: they're not catching on to it or something. But it's just, he's just off tempo almost even. Not quite hitting it. Just didn't have quite the groove he used to. sound is interesting at least, you got that going for us. Mm hmm. He's playing like the rat pedal.
2: <laughs>
1: hey guys, I got this sweet new DoD
0: buzz. <laughs> for no reason Not quite on. Yeah, I mean, this is. Yeah, it's a bummer. You're right. The end, man. I fucked us. Fucked us. (laughs) good. (laughs) It's so weird to have the rest of the. Man, this is gonna be. a if we do this. This would be the same conversation every time. Yeah, yeah, there it is. Yeah. Well, I'm sorry. (laughs) 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 Yep, I was (laughs) wrong. Jerry was really, it was, it's just, I'm, I'm going to, we're talk about it now because now we have to, because I fucking did this to us, but man, he wasn't on and no. the rest of the, the rest of the band was just.
1: They weren't great either. I mean, like if Bobby had, you know, two licks to rub together, he could have, you know, done his thing or was it, was it respect yeah. or what? I mean, Vince is. He had been there for, what, three years already, but he wasn't going to yeah. take any lead. Phil's doing everything he can do. Mickey,
0: you know. <sighs>
2: <laughs> Billy
0: and Billy and Phil were holding it down. The band was tight rhythmically. They were on tight, you know, and Bobby was doing some okay stuff. It wasn't interesting or groundbreaking. His sound was unique. Oh, I'm sorry.
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: hey, man. What are to do? <laughs> Keyboard corner.
1: guy from the tubes.
0: Well, at least we can actually talk about the guy
1: from the tubes this time. Yeah, <laughs> we heard him. Yeah. Um, he had, apparently, he, he had different volume knobs for different
0: keys. <laughs> different notes. Each note had its own volume <laughs> exactly. knob.
1: The high ones only left. had
0: high. <laughs> apparently, he
1: forgot to check them all before the show. And two of them were up too high.
0: it's true um so i have a lot to i have i have a lot to say let it rip (laughs) man the early organ just just the pinnacle there's when it comes to keyboards early organ on china cat when it comes to keyboards early organ on china cat is (laughs) it for me for the dead like that is it is a weird psychedelic sound Pigpen, pen nobody did psychedelia like Pigpen pen on the organ in 68 69 it was incredible i, I just i i i love it and then and we're hearing him double the notes that bobby was doing on the the melody wasn't was amazing i that, i must have heard that before just uh really incredible and then the the switch from organ to piano is nothing but uh, upsetting to me honestly like it, it, it's cool some of the stuff keith keith did was cool but um it just it should never have switched away from organ and uh um what brent was doing re- during the jam i re i, I thought he and I'm trying, really trying to overcome my bias, but I felt that he added this shimmer of notes because he was playing a lot of them. <laughs> it <laughs> felt like his notes would just be shimmering uh, additive to Jerry's jam like they were around each of jerry's notes because there were so many of them again that it just had this shimmering plinka plinka sound above his his notes And, and it was not totally inappropriate for that i just it's personal taste that sound is hard for me to overcome my bias but i thought his stuff his technical skill was on absolute display there more than anything that had, we had heard previously from Brent we've heard him done some cool, do some cool stuff, but that time his technical prowess was really on display. And then, uh, yeah, Vince, um, you know, he, he, he didn't do anything offensive
1: except for those crazy, (laughs) those crazy
0: high notes that were a little loud.
1: Um, yeah, I, I, uh, I have to agree with you. I have to agree with you that bee-doo-doo, bee-doo-doo, where it goes yeah. bee-doo-doo, yep. And it's like saying it's like saying China Cat. Um, yes, it's, yes. it's so
0: good. It yeah. really is just And that sound, the sound. It, it it is it is the it is I, I and it it is a product of its time and, and it is psychedelia because it was psychedelia. You know what I mean? It it, it is not so Psycho- it's it probably a psychedelic. I think the Hammond organ is psychedelic in its nature on its own. Anyway, no matter what, just it just it just that that swirl, the 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 spinning uh, speaker. I mean, that that is incredible concept. It is an incredible idea, and um, but I think it is also ingrained in our psyche as psychedelic music because that was the ch- keyboard of choice at the time. And so you hear Pink Floyd, or you hear these guys. Although they use, there's also the transistor organs and stuff too. Then, but the, but the Hammond organ was just so common at the time that that's what made that sound. And and that's so it's ingrained in our psyche as a psychedelic sound. But I think it also just is psychedelia. But but yeah, that's it. Yeah. Um, so overall thoughts. I've given a lot of them. Why don't you go first?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Um, I would say that I love the song. Nothing that we listen to now made me think anything else of it. Um, I I agree with you with the organ. But man, the one thing that this always reminds me of is that 1974 is such a great year. They are so great every show from that every song that we hear from a 74 is just awesome i love it that was the one where they just stretched it out in the beginning like crazy like you never even knew if they were actually ever going to get into the song because they were just all going out into the universe i mean it's just just a height of their game height of their sound quality height of the recording height of their i mean the, the 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 members um just everything about that um, is, is is just uh, oh, it, it. That that to me is just the ideal. Just ideal.
0: But but you can't dismiss, and we keep talking. You keep. Pegging it as the primal dead, and we cannot dismiss that sixty-eight, sixty-nine sound and that raw energy. And we, the and I we really focus large. And this is your choice, but I am totally on board when you focus on those early years. When you play like whatever we played today, sixty-eight and sixty-nine, three versions from mm-hmm. that time. Mm-hmm. There's a reason we're playing that many from that time because in those early days, they were. And this was something I was going to say that I brought up. That so we could talk about it later. There, while in the mid '70s, they were definitely laying into this, where they had it down, and everyone was just firing on all cylinders, and they knew what they were going to do, and they knew what they went wanted to do, and they went out and they did it, and it was incredible. But this in '68, '69, the ideas and the change, it was like this embryonic uh, unit that was just every night rebirthing itself in a new form where you didn't know if Bobby or Jerry or Phil was going to play the same thing. And then they didn't. And then they played some crazy crap and it was awesome. And it would always, always had energy and always had new ideas. And some of them fell a little bit flat, but that's what you're there for with the dead is hearing those new ideas and not just being smoothed out and knowing what you're going to do. That's a that's cool too, but I, but I just and I love both the mid seventies and the early stuff. But for me, that early stuff, I just don't want to lose how important that was for their development and in being able to come up with all those ideas. Um, yes, I agree.
1: The, the early stuff, I, I, um, I I love it too. I, I absolutely do. Um. I couldn't not love it. Uh, it, it, There's just something about that. And maybe it's, again, it goes to like what I... There's such a comfort to that 73, 74, more 74. 73 is a little faster to me. It sounds faster to me. 74 is just so comfortable like when i talk about like hammock music like that's just like <laughs> i mean just so comfortable so relaxing just yeah even though no, when it's ripping ripping it and i'm moving all over it's just it's just it's just so comfortable yeah to me. and the primal stuff i yeah. love it's just uh, sometimes it's like <laughs> it's, it's almost
0: yeah. it like scary it's like so yeah and no like, i hear you it reminds yeah, you of I, like exactly. just
1: like being you know a little too crazy and uh um i love i love that too and i if you want to be inspired
0: i feel like you know well they're both inspiring but i just feel like that like i said that rebirth of ideas and that it's just that youthful energy and that it depends what you're in the mood for at the time right but but i just i i I don't want to i don't want to just keep pegging it as primal dead is like it was rough it was okay you know what i mean like i i want like primal dead is a thing and we've talked about it a lot but i but i want to give it its i don't want to just give it a name and, and dismiss it as that I, I you know it's it's a constantly renewing uh sound that that was re- that was that is discoverable like we we're talking about in the beginning in the morning snack day we talked about how this how this is a constantly renewable resource of of enjoyment and i think those early days and again depending on the mood you're in whether you want to hear the hammock music or the the primal music is that is almost it changed so rapidly that from one show to the next, you didn't know what you were going to get. And for that reason is, is is for me more renewable in the early days. Um, Yeah, no, I, 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 I cannot argue with that. I can't argue with it. Yeah. Cool. And, and so for, and then for China cat as a song overall, for me, one of, my fucking favorites and so psyched when it, I mean, I don't know if you hear my squee of glee when it first started, but like I was just (laughs) knowing what I was in for. I was just, and then having a long jam in there, which you know neither one of us spoke, <laughs> just, mm-hmm. you, people could just go listen to the song. In that case, but <laughs> but, but I just I don't. we're not talking are probably going to be people's favorites.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, I mean that's one of the other thing we should talk about eventually is like I definitely encourage people. Hey, you know, listen to listen to this for our commentary, and then go listen to the song. Right? I mean, like right. Listen to all of them.
1: Um. Yeah, yeah, so uh, just other random things about it. Obviously, it's on Oxumoxa, um is when it was released. Um, 69, um, uh, the, one of the greatest album covers of all time, of course. Um, that crazy sperm egg dick
0: and balls. Just so that, artistically, That I, I remember you had that in your dorm room in fr- yeah. uh, your sophomore year and yeah. i hadn't i was not that familiar with it before then and i remember just like yeah that at some point moved me like artistically where i'm like yes i mean I get, it 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 is uh you know again primal in its own way artistically and is that do you remember who that is uh is it griffin yeah it might be griffin or it yeah looks one like of those Rick you know griffin yeah one of those guys stanley miles and those guys you know who knows but uh yeah, but... Um, Rick, it is. It's Rick Griffin. Rick Griffin. Yeah, cool. Yep. Um, yeah, I mean, and, and to this day, you know, me, I'm a huge fan of rock art posters. But w- that, honestly, I'll say that poster in your, you know, dumb poster in your, your dumb dorm room, and it's so stereotypical, right? But like, mm-hmm. staring at that thing, I think that might have been one of the influential moments for me to become a rock art poster collector. And uh, yeah, I love it. I yeah, don't have scary. that poster, but...
1: <laughs> and then if, if you look, and I think it is, I think it's true. I think it's true. If you look at the word uh, on the letters, if you look at the letters on the cover of the album, um, I do believe that it says, we ate the acid. <laughs> <laughs> I never I, noticed I that. I believe
2: it.
1: <laughs> yeah? Is it a thing? I believe it. The thing that people I talk about? Yes. And I believe that it's true. Huh. I'm trying to trying to zoom in here.
0: Um, it's like in some subsection of the words. It's like if you you zoom in, uh, the, the letter <laughs> <door> says Grateful <laughs> yeah.
1: Dead. Oh, uh, right. We ate the acid. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'm reading it straight off of the poster.
1: <laughs> yeah. But it's like yeah. if you look like the top half of all the letters. Yeah. Like the, yeah. the you know, they have like that that bump in the middle like the Boston Red Sox logo yep. does. Like, yeah. Yep. Everything yep. above that. Okay. It says, we ate the acid. Wow. Um, And it's totally true.
0: (laughs) Well, and and this song is a perfect example of that. I mean, there's no doubt in my mind that this was influenced by psychedelics, especially the lyrics. Even more in the song, writing is crazy. Uh, Well, no. And I'm not sure which is – I'm not sure if the songwriting or the lyrics is more psychedelic and crazy. They're they're equally – they are a perfect match. And the song is – I think similar to – uh, Saint Stephen, like, where does this come from? You know, like, what? Yes. is what is its progenitor? What is this influenced by? And what sounds like this afterwards? It's it's just so. It's so unique and it is a period. It is a product of its time, but it is just so weird. And the lyrics, we talked about them already and they're incredible and they paint amazing picture. And then the sound itself and the songwriting that Jerry did, uh, and, 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 the lick that Bobby, I don't know if Bobby came up with it or, I mean, I assume so. I think they were democratic in that way too, where they came up with some of their own parts, right? I mean, mostly, yes, I believe that's true.
1: Yeah. yeah. He wrote, he would, I, I would absolutely believe that Bobby wrote his own part. Yeah. And, and, and the, I mean, you could imagine, like, if you, if you just heard, like, say, the 72 version, you'd be like, oh, yeah, this this makes sense. So, you know, uh, you know, Jerry came up with this, um, just like a normal kind of like funky bass yeah. line. And then Bobby played some little thing over it and then it just became a song. But yeah. that's not how it happened. The Bobby part came first and it's yeah. so frantic at first, just right out of the gun. It's like. Like when I hear that, that that first one, it just gives me that, you know. Remember yeah. that old game, Centipede. Yes, where it would just start what? coming and it would go like, and as soon as it would hit, they were like, it would come out of the top, and there were all these random blocks around, it. and when it would hit, when yes. it would switch to the other side, right, the yes. other direction, and yeah. you never, you never like knew when it was going to change directions, no. and, then, and
0: the more blocks you got on there, the, the crazier it went.
1: Yeah, the crazier. That's how. That's like Bobby's guitar in those early versions. It's just I like just bouncing back and forth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah just, just like a like like uh, oh it's just it's just frantic um and then it settles down eventually but it's um it's not it's not a funk number when it first starts out it's a crazy psychedelic, and the organ is so heavy
0: yeah was it so the heavy. first you version wonder, like, what
1: did what did jerry
0: write was it like, the first just, version where they were doubling on the guitar and the organ do you believe so yeah, and that and that was just I, I loved that, and and it's a shame that some of that went away. Though I did love the counterpoint that the organ eventually became. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I just yeah, I was super psyched about this. I mean, you know, we've all of our shows have been fun, but this is just a particular uh, favorite of mine, and and I cannot, we can't. Failed to talk about the fact I love I Know You Rider. I, I, (laughs) right, right. We just totally left that part. Well, we had to, right? I mean, we had to leave it out. Either we're doing I Know You Rider or not. But, um, you know, and we talked about doing transitions and maybe we should and maybe we can do them even. Maybe we can listen to the transitions, how they're different between going to the 11 or I Know You Rider, you know, something we could do in the future. But, um, I love I Know You Rider. And this, uh, Pair of songs from this to I Know You Rider is just one of my favorites. And I love Scarlet Begonia's Fire on the Mountain almost equally, but this really takes it. And And for, I will go out on a limb and say, for out of the universe, I don't know how many bands do this, but of the universe of songs where two songs went together live all the time and they went from one song to the other song in a transition, this is the pinnacle for me. China Cat to I Know You Rider is my favorite
1: and that's it yeah what could top
0: it I mean I don't I don't know a lot of other bands musics but yeah some people might like like, might like Scarlet Fire better but oh yeah
1: Scarlet Fire is one yeah for sure Um, St. Stephen the 11 yeah but this for me is
0: the one but then
1: you never know what's going to be in the middle there
0: yeah there's lots of them but this and and even after you mention all those I will continue to feel that this is my favorite All right.
1: So what I thought would be fun, just because we love this one so much, and we also love other bands too. So let's uh, 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 just to play us out. just we'll just play this one. All right. Yes.
0: Oh man, already so good. Yep. Is it all him on guitar? I believe so. My guitar is there. Let's see if I can find it online.
2: Is are the Jicks? I'm not sure. While, trying, <laughs> by, no by, <laughs> in the, in Yeah, Jicks. Jicks. Yeah, nice. Sunday. I don't
0: know, is there another guitar player in the jig? I think
2: there is. We'll like a cream. Yeah, maybe.
0: It's so close, like, no reverb, it's all right up in your.
2: Really capture the feel of it too.
0: Such a natural fit. And you can definitely we tell that
1: yeah, the solo is just one take. He's like, we're just gonna lay it out. <laughs>
0: cool that was a long one yeah <laughs> we really did it i had a i had a serious rant in the middle <laughs> <laughs> we are near the end all right well catch you next time on code names all right thanks everybody judge not let's be judged
1: <laughs>
2: good <laughs> all right man peace